Thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Today, we're talking about kindergarten. Around this time of year, it feels like the year has only begun, but we're already starting to think about next fall. Families are starting to figure out where their child is going to be going to school, and schools are working on re-enrollment and who their big kids are going to be and looking forward to welcoming new children into the community. At some point, every child moves on from the Montessori primary community. There are lots of different schools that children attend, if that's to enter a Montessori elementary or a traditional neighborhood public school, a different primary setting, or a homeschool setting. At some point, everybody moves on. But that final primary year often is a source of a lot of conversation between teachers and parents, administration, parents and new schools, and within families themselves to figure out, my child is five, what are we going to do this year? The Montessori Primary Program is designed for children around age three to around age six. Frequently, children enter as young as two and a half, and that's totally appropriate. Every child is ready at their own time. But this program does encompass a year that traditionally is called kindergarten. At Bondec, we are accredited by the Department of Education to teach kindergarten here. And so our curriculum meets Common Core, and there are certain criteria set in place by the state that we need to meet that would be common to any kindergarten accredited program. That might or might not be true at your Montessori school, but it's an important question to ask. When If my child stays here for kindergarten, when they leave here, will they be entering a first grade classroom or would they need to repeat kindergarten? It's important information to have when considering where your child will be when they turn five. One of the best aspects of a Montessori classroom is the multi-age nature of the prepared environment. In a primary classroom, you'd have around 30 children from age two and a half to six, and they all benefit from working with and even being around children of varying ages. The younger children get to see how older children do things. The older children have opportunities to help those younger children. Not all three-year-olds or four-year-olds or even kindergartners are ready for the same content at the same time, and a Montessori classroom meets this need by having a multi-age classroom where each child is working independently learning through osmosis, through observation, through being around one another, and being able to repeat or move on from a material as they're ready. We're always moving on from a place of mastery and confidence when each individual child is ready. This also often brings up questions. As a child seems to be ready for a new type of environment, if I keep my child in a primary classroom, for that kindergarten year, are they going to have friends? What about other kindergarten children? Will there be other children for them to play with and to work with? And the answer is absolutely. There might not be 25 other kindergarten children in your child's Montessori primary classroom. But at this young age, 
the child sees everyone in their class, even everyone in the school, as their peer. They look out for one another. They're friends with and they learn from and have conversations with every child in their classroom, not just the other five-year-olds. Just as when they were three, they were friends with everyone, not just the other three-year-olds. There's freedom of choice and of movement. Children learn at this young age through doing. They have the opportunity to choose what they're most interested in and challenge themselves in unique ways, be challenged by their teacher who has known them for the past several years. They have trust and a strong relationship with this teacher because they've been in the same classroom for many years. And so they can be challenged in ways that are unique to their own strengths and areas where they might need to spend a bit more time. Due to this relationship and the ability of the teacher to meet the needs of each unique child, we can focus on areas that might need a little extra time. If your child's really confident in math, but reading isn't a favorite activity yet, we can find ways to introduce reading and math together, such as doing word problems, or after you've done these five equations, come see me and we'll sit and read a book together. Completing the final year of the primary curriculum is wonderful for myriad ways. One of them is that the brain is more able to put things together in different ways. A child could be interested in the ocean, and so we can read a book together about the ocean and then write a research paper about the ocean. We can write problems together about how many grains of sand were taken home in somebody's shoes and how many might be left on the beach. We can do research with science or with math or learn about botany and put all of those aspects together around a child's particular area of interest. A child is also developing internal characteristics, particularly in that final year. Leadership, self-discipline, the ability to stay with a particular task or a particular work for one morning or the whole day or even for several days and work with that material to their level of satisfaction. Strong concentration for a younger child might last for a half an hour or even an hour. Concentration can last a lot longer at this older age and the open-ended work cycle that a Montessori classroom has gives the child time and space to be able to work with a project as long as they'd like. It's a capstone year where we think of kindergarten as the beginning of a child's education in a traditional system. In Montessori primary classrooms, it's the end of a cycle of work. Because they've been in a multi-age classroom, children have been seeing these big kids work on big projects. They've seen a map that they took out when they were quite young. Now an older child takes out and creates their own version of the map and then writes a whole list of facts about each of the continents, or even might make a presentation at the gathering at the end of the day about South America or a particular country or river in Europe. There's so much more that a child's brain is capable of. They can put together knowledge that they've acquired 
in school and in their own time, put it together and make connections themselves. There's also the unique opportunity for children to solidify their skills by teaching another child these skills. A child who's mastered bow tying might offer to help tie shoes before children go outside. A child who's mastered a zipper or putting on gloves might volunteer to be the last one to go outside in snowy weather so that they can make sure everyone has the items they need. They might volunteer to help a child who's made a big spill that feels a little bit overwhelming, or even show an only slightly younger child how to use a material that they've recently mastered. This opportunity for teaching is an opportunity for the older child to solidify their knowledge. Once you know how to do a skill, it really becomes concrete in the mind when you can explain it or demonstrate it to someone else. There's a blossoming that happens in the children this final year. Their academics, internal skills that they've been building, their concentration and joy of learning really come alive and we see them come into themselves in ways that are just a joy to see. Of course, we know the bittersweet moment every child enters our classroom will at some point outgrow us. If they're moving to the classroom next door, the elementary classroom down the hall or down the street, or if they're moving to a different state or attending the local public school, at some point they will move on. And we are glad to have them for as long as we do. And we're joyful to see them go on to their next adventure. And hopefully we get to hear more about that adventure. We love to have these big kids in our classroom. To have seen the small child they were and the big kid that they are becoming. To see all of their work come together. To see their leadership skills and their true personality emerging. And... The only bad decision for a family to make is one that doesn't resonate with their family values, one that is not true to themselves. Every parent is the expert on their child. You know what is best for your child and for your family. Maybe that includes having your child stay in the primary classroom for that kindergarten year, for what would be a third or even a fourth year in that primary classroom. Maybe that means a multilingual program or a private program or the school that they can walk to. Only you can answer that. But we hope this podcast has answered a few questions or maybe sparked a few questions. We'd love to hear from you. And your child's teacher is a valuable resource to answering the question of where your child could complete kindergarten. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Bondec. And email us with comments, questions, and suggestions at hello at bondec.org. Until next time.